Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Coming. Um, I don't have any headphones, so I have no idea what's going on here. Uh, my name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Let me out. Let me out. There we go. Ron's here. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. All right. Ron Hart Tuesday. How are you? Good morning. Ron Hart, native son, favorite son of Columbia. All right, folks, we're going to get something that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, first off, we've got several guests here today, uh, but uh, we we want to get to what's coming up at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, Gail Courtney Moore, tell us about it. Well, the uh, Agricultural Committee of the state house of representatives will be considering a bill it's bill 447 which will designate part of the duck river as scenic and this is the part of the duck river that runs through murray county on the western side uh anybody else want to chime in on that feel free (laughs) all right well folks what's going on in the house agriculture committee and we've talked about this quite a bit and uh, but we just want to emphasize to folks that tomorrow morning the house agricultural committee will consider the designation of the duck river as a class two scenic river from columbia down to the hickman county line this is this is it folks this is tantamount to pass or not pass because if it doesn't pass through the committee it's dead uh if it does pass through then uh all sources tell me that it will be passed easily on the house floor the senate's already passed it so this is it and uh gail and i'm going to say good morning to lisa brooks how are you good morning i'm doing great how are you doing fine they have been working very very hard to organize uh and support the scenic river designation for uh, the Duck River from Columbia down to the Hickman County line, and the call is going out. We need people just to be there in the morning. Nine o'clock, Cordell Hall Building, right next door to the Capitol House Agriculture Committee, to uh, show their support for this bill. It's what does it mean though when you're, you're designated scenic? Does that change anything? Is that just Ron? What's going? Or? What's going on? And you'll know you'll know this story when I tell it to you. You'll know what's going on. Um, the old Monsanto property, it's a couple thousand acres, I think, has been bought by a company called Trinity out of Louisiana. Uh, they want to put in a mega dump out there. And, of course, you know, growing up here, there are all sorts of nasty things that are already out there. It's got like three Superfund sites uh, on it already. And it's immediately adjacent to the Duck River. Uh, the scenic river designation a class two scenic river basically what it does is creates a corridor i think two miles on each side it's a two two mile buffer two mile buffer and uh and 
the the only thing that a private law but significantly though the only thing that a private landowner uh can't do that they are presently allowed to do in other words a private landowner can do anything that under the current zoning they're presently allowed to do except put in a dump and uh this is seen as a threat to i don't know if you know ron but the the new water intake for our uh, Columbia Power and Water is going to be put in at Williamsport. It has to be there because of engineering reasons. And that construction is to start shortly. So this mega dump would be directly upstream of our uh, water intake. And uh, we're going to just basically topple the chances that that becoming a, a mega dump. Right. Yep, that's it. We, we would believe, though, that. Gabe Howard, Murray County Commissioner. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Uh, we would actually believe that already today they do not have that right. Um, in 2013, the Murray County Commission saw this coming, and they put protections in place at that point uh, for a two-mile buffer from you know landfill coming within the uh, Duck River two miles. And so, again, this is not a this is not a move to uh, stop any organization and rights that they already have today. Um, this is something that Murray County has seen for you know a long time and wanted to continually uh, protect our drinking water as well as, I mean, our most natural resource, uh, you know, right here in Murray County. I mean, it is uh, it has been featured in lots of different magazines. Um, it's been featured, you know, internationally, and uh, the Duck River very is a very special place for us here in Murray County. Yeah, and Ron, the problem here is, and I think Gabe's illustrating it, is that Trinity is a Louisiana company. They've got deep pockets, and they've got a rep as a rough customer, and they just keep coming. Uh, the Murray mm-hmm. County Commission voted this thing down, as Gabe pointed out, uh, several years ago or a year or two ago, or so ago. Uh, Ten years and, ago. Yeah, and well, and voted it down again last year, right? Uh, didn't they, Gail? The- we were down there, yeah. Um, well, at that point, we were just um, trying to keep them. They were trying to use a, another method to have their landfill. And um, because we had the Jackson Law for the city, we were able to stop yeah, them. It, but came, then, yeah. it came for the commission and, and failed. But then they discovered a, a obscure portion of the law that I don't think many people knew about where uh, an application could be made without public notice directly to... Uh, TDEC, Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and these permits could be issued without public notice. No doubt, somebody who you know knew the governor or got a bill passed years ago uh, got to, you know who who knows its origin, but you know it's a nefarious little law that somebody got put in their self interest at some point. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we got word or uh, this last summer, I think that TDEC was about to issue the necessary permits. And that's when Gail's talking about the Jackson Law came into play, and we got the TDAC permits stopped. Now, they've so they've tried the commission, they've tried TDAC. Now they've applied to some, another thing nobody had ever heard of, which is the Marshall-Murray County uh, Solid Waste Board, and they have an application pending there. Uh, they're making a legal argument there that they're grandfathered in because Monsanto had some kind of small six-acre dump out there. Now they're proposing like a 210-acre dump, something uh, like uh, that. Almost 400-acre, Four, all in. 400-acre dump. 
And that's not grandfathering. That's like saying, you know, that's like saying if you've got a landing strip that gives you a right to put in an international airport. But great analogy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they're coming. They, I mean, you go up. I was up the legislature last year. They've hired a top-notch national law firm, the best lobbyists that, or. Depends on how you define best, but the, uh, the best lobbyists that money, best money, state, money. Best, best lobbyists, best state, state legislatures you can buy. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are, they don't quit, and they will litigate this thing to the end. Um, not, not to play devil's advocate here, but if you look at the jobs, and if it really is, you know, still that dangerous. I mean, is it a clear example of the jobs trade-off versus danger to the community? Well, I'll put it this way: the Murray County Commission and the Columbia City Council have unanimously. Uh, resolved against the... Okay, but have they looked at it? Though? Yeah. I, I know it could be a knee-jerk reaction, not in my backyard, but sometimes these things are just... We, I mean, we, we, yeah, and Columbia Power and Water's new president, who is... I cannot remember Jonathan his Harden. Jonathan Harden. He, he is an engineer in background. He has... Uh, I mean, he he speaks with knowledge. I mean, he okay. this this guy knows what the heck he's Smartest talking about. Smartest guy in the room. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and uh, he he knows he's done engineering work on dumps before. He says, you know, you just can't build them where they don't leak. And he's testified last week in front of the committee very compellingly that this would endanger Columbia's water supply. Uh, so, so that's where we are. Uh, now, the significance of the Scenic River designation, uh, if this thing goes to litigation right now, it's just uh, the county attorney versus Trinity, and the county's pockets are not that deep. You're probably talking about, you know, a million dollar retainer. Yeah, yeah, right. millions of dollars. Court, though, does it go? Does it go Murray County courts or is it, or is it statewide? I, I'm my guess is it'll end up in federal court. It might start out in in, uh, in Murray County courts, but it'll probably you got diversity jurisdiction there. I think that probably end up in federal court. But it's just the poor little old county, Dan Murphy, the county attorney, and probably several million dollars worth of litigative expenses. If the Scenic River designation is overlaid, that brings in the Tennessee Attorney General's office uh, to uh, do this litigation. Now, the Tennessee Attorney General's office is quite sophisticated. They've got the money, the lawyers, the paralegals. uh, They can get the job done. So that's the real significance yeah. of could the, the city. Could the, kitty, uh, the could, could the city or county designate that like a special tax district and just tax the heck out of whoever goes in there? That may be another stance you could do, I like put it under I, some sort I, of. I definitely would not be one Gabe, to answer you know? that. Um, I, I don't. And, and just a couple points of clarity. Um, this is not targeting any particular applicant, um, although you know there's been speculation of that. Um, this is uh, this is a big picture of you know an organization or any organization that's trying to circumvent you know going through a local legislative body. Um, also, you know, ignoring what the community wants, what the community uh, desires, and community input. And so, I think one thing that we need to be real careful of um, any time that an organization is coming into a community is. There needs to be a community involvement, and uh, Gail and Lisa and uh, Dan McEwen and Sam Kennedy, I mean, they have done an amazing job, and lots of others, uh, you know, working behind the scenes, uh, Representative Scott Pitt, Scott Sapicki and uh, Kip Capley, um, you know. Who have sponsored the Scenic River Bill, by the way. That, that's right. Um, there, there's lots of people that are, are working on this, and, and, you know, I definitely want to applaud everyone that has had any part of 
you know, getting out there, wearing wearing a shirt, uh, showing up at the Capitol. Um, the community is unanimous in uh, standing behind this initiative, and it, it's been amazing to sit back and watch and be part of it as well. Go ahead, Mr. York. It's an issue that uh, some people on the right always bash, and we call that environmental. Yes, sir. Environmental because it's clean water, clean air, and a clean place for people to raise their families. That's right. So environmental is not always bad, as some people always portray it to be. Yeah. That was passed under Nixon. So, yeah, I think we understand that, Mr. York. And, and Mr. York, (laughs) I'll add, I mean, this has never been a partisan issue. Um, We've seen great support from uh, folks on the left and folks on the right. Um, there There is a need and there is a concern across the board. Um, you know, it, it's amazing sometimes what will bring a community together, and this has definitely done that. Exactly. One other, one other idea for you that may help you get this thing, I don't know how far it's going to go, to see who are the votes up there in Nashville, and then see how much that lobbying firm hired by Trinity has given them. And if the Daily Herald was worth their salt, they would know that. They'd have a reporter on this, because that those, those state reps do not want to be outed as having gotten oh. money from a well, and, and I'll tell Call you, Bill Williamson, let him get on it. I'll tell you something, Ron. Uh, over the last month of going to Nashville, you get to see how the sausage is made, and and I'm tired of being in the sausage business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. All right, folks. I want to thank um, uh, Lisa and Gail for being here. We've we've talked about this. I don't, anybody who listens to these stations has heard about this. You know, go time is tomorrow morning, nine a.m. If you can possibly get there, can I jump in there real quick? We, real you need quick, to be there Lisa. early. You need to be there early because you have to find parking downtown. Uh, I would I would suggest that everybody carpool because parking downtown is expensive and you have to go through metal detectors. You have to find where you're going. So be there early. Try to get downtown by eight or eight thirty because that might get you to the room by nine. All right, nine a.m. House Agricultural Committee Cordell Hall Building, right next door to the state capitol. Uh, your presence is needed, and Gabe. It does make a difference when the, those. It uh, absolutely those makes a difference. Uh, last last week we had standing room only again. Uh, we're hoping for that this week. All right, Lisa Gale, thank you. Thank, thank you, Dale. You. years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. The mules are back in town, and you know what that means? The annual Mule Day Auctioneers Championship hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary is back. This is a real live auction with each auctioneer bringing their own unique auction chant to get top dollar from the bidders. The 2023 Mule Day Auctioneers Contest will be held at the United Producers Livestock Barn in Columbia Friday, March 31st at 12 noon. Admission and parking are free. 
The Columbia Breakfast Rotary partners with the Columbia American Legion Post 19, benefiting the Legion and veterans of Murray County, and the MDAC funds the Columbia Breakfast Rotary's College Scholarship Program, which awards five scholarships to Murray County students each year, as well as one recurring scholarship. So it's not only fun, it's for a good cause. That's Friday, March 31st at noon. Visit MuleDay.com for a complete schedule of Mule Day events. Back three news for the view Tuesday edition. Ron Hart Day. My name's Del Kennedy. Dude number three. Dude number two. Clayton Harris. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Uh, regular special guest, dude. Favorite son, native son of Columbia. Ron Hart. How are you, man? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, and Gabe Howard, Murray County Commissioner. How are you? Doing well. Good morning, everyone. All right, Gabe. This uh, we got. We have hit these two subjects and the second subject being the first subject being the scenic river designation for duck river subject number two being it's called all sorts of things the parity bill the property taxpayer uh protection bill uh impact fees i think it's all one and the same basically and that also is pending in the legislature in a house committee tomorrow morning where it too shall either live or die uh and gabe you know and almost everybody who's at the um again this this is a vital importance to murray county letting growth pay for growth uh and everybody who was at the committee hearings last week immediately went across the hall murray countyans did to voice their support for the impact fee bill um and it's going to be heard i think the scenic river is at nine impact fee bill is at ten thirty, probably that is it that's that is it. it so you know equally as important um the duck river is definitely a uh, a resource that we want to continue to protect um but you know we've not been focusing a whole lot on the parity uh parity act it's uh, officially the property taxpayers protection act aka impact aka P- impact fees impact fees ptpa um you know one of the things that uh we want to make sure moving forward here in murray county is that growth helps pay for growth we, we do not think that impact fees will ever fully fund growth um you know i think we'd be naive to to think that um, but it's very important that instead of uh all of this infrastructure growth schools roads um, emergency medical services, instead of that being on the backs of, you know, all of the taxpayers of Murray County, we want to make sure that the people that are moving here to this community, building new houses in this community that are impacting, you know, the overall water systems and, and all of these different pieces, um, they are investing into the community. And, um, you know, we we look at schools and we look at all these other growth areas that we have here in the county. Um, this is very important, and we've been working on this for months. Um, we've we you know we have highs and we have lows every single day. It seems like oh hey we've made good progress. Oh the bill's dead. Um, you know we we do believe that there is a direction forward, and uh, on Wednesday. Uh, they will hear it, and as Delk said, it either lives or it dies. We have no more rolls on the bill. Um, you know, we're we're simply just asking for the same 
abilities that these cities have to Im- to impose or levy impact fees, um, and those would you know be specifically uh, designated. Uh, towards schools, towards roads, towards uh, capital infrastructure upgrades. Um, and so it is equally important, Murray County and, and, and folks, for you to be there for that as well at 1030. Um, we want to be there at the Duck River Bill at 9 a.m., get there early, um, stay around. We'll, I think we'll move over to a different, different hearing room. Um, but it's very important for you know the people of Murray County to uh, show up to that as well because if we – do not figure out a way to have, you know, growth, uh, help pay for growth, um, you will, there's no other way around it. You will be looking at another property tax increase. Um, there is uh, lots of different things going on here in Murray County. We are the fastest growing county in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What's right. up, Ron? Oh, I was just thinking, uh, you know, the you said that the first, like the cities have, you said this will be the first county, Murray County, to have this impact fee? Or that, just- that's right, Ron. So right now, today, the only uh, county in the state of Tennessee um, that has impact fees is Williamson County. Well, it'll be a natural, you're the next county over. I mean, we have 80 acres you know, right on the line there, so obviously it would impact, it would impact me. We're going to develop it somewhere down the road, but I mean, you got to get in, you know, in front of growth. I don't mind paying it. It is what it is, but Implicitly, you're coming from Williamson County. It already has it. You know, there's there's demand, but you don't want to price yourself out of the market either, right? So that's right. Yeah, and we want to be respectful about what it is. I mean, right now today, I, I have a friend that just built a million dollar house in uh, uh, Williamson County. Um, they had almost forty thousand dollars in impact fees. Um, it, you know, wow. and they have theirs designated out. They have multiple different impact fees. Um, we're not asking for that. We 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 want to be respectful of uh you know the tax base and for us we just see this as it's not fair to the lifelong residents that have lived here in murray county their whole lives they have no kids in the school system um it's not fair to the farmers and it's not fair to the fixed income families uh every time we have to look at borrowing money to raise the uh property taxes that's our only revenue of uh you know generate uh generation of uh revenue there's no impact fees now. Someone builds a house and they kind of mess up your road and you have to patch the road. They don't have to pay for that? Nope. Nope. Wow. Okay. That's almost everywhere. Hey, hey Gabe, I'm, I'm going to look at it from a different perspective. Yes, sir. Uh, we have a lot of growth in Murray County. Started years ago in Spring Hill and moved this way. And still, we don't have the type of quality of industry that will support what's coming in the future. The only way we're going to be able to get out of this, raising property taxes is just going to make a lot of folks mad, and you're going to have a, a legislative or official tur- churn. But the only way to get out of this is bring some high-quality businesses that pay high-quality salaries for uh, uh, workers because if you look at the situation now, we don't have any affordable housing for the workers. We've got a lot of houses that people with high-paying jobs can afford, but but the working person, people that are working two and three jobs still can't afford. So we've got to get some businesses in but, this area and plants that pay high-quality salaries. The problem there, Mr. York, is you got to have a checkbook to do that. Now when a big company announces a project, when well, you saw it Saturn years ago, 
but they announced a project today. It's like a you know, it's like the NFL team that everybody comes with a checkbook for the stadium and and everything. I don't think Columbia or Murray County has a has a checkbook to to bring people in like that. Well, but, but Murray County benefited from the Saturn move because you had a, a lot no of doubt. housing development and a lot of people moved down here. That were making that decent thousands years ago, that right? Thirty-five well, years ago, and and, and and we're going to move on to other things here. But I, I Mr. York, is you need to get out. I mean, right now, I, I've talked to some of our county leaders and business people. I mean, the the problem we've got right now is that we don't have the workforce for the companies that are coming here we we and the jobs the i mean these jobs up at lg are high paying jobs the jobs out at the uh what's the name of the ford whatever that uh, jc ford jc ford these things like start at fifty thousand dollars a year uh we have got bukus of high paying jobs and not enough workers to be employed in them and the reason that housing is high is because people are getting so well paid that they they're they're bidding up the housing. You, you, so but, that, but Del, that's a red herring, Mr. York. A fifty thousand dollar job, you can't afford a three a three hundred thousand dollar home. And, and Mr. York, you, you're definitely not wrong. But the affordable home, I don't know that that even uh, there is definitely a problem in Tennessee. It starts with the dirt that they're buying. These developers are paying high money for the dirt. You know, they're changing these generational farms to developments. It, it, it's just a ripple effect of the building materials. Effect and, and the, the building materials are as high as they've ever been. Um, the developer, I mean, everything, every people, element that goes into that people, home is so high. People on the low end of the workforce uh, years ago started getting priced out of Williamson County. Now it's happening in Murray County. But And I don't think it's a good thing, but on the other hand, there's not much that can be done about it. If people are willing to pay that, that and the, they, they put them on the market and people are willing to pay it, and, and bring in anything to do about it. And, and Mr. York, I'll add one last thing. Bringing big industry here is actually going to further that effect. You bring people yeah. here that have a lot more money, they're going to build bigger houses here. That's fuzzy democratic thinking. They think more student, student loans are why tuition so high. I mean, it's just that easy. Uh, all right. Okay, go ahead, it Mr. Is. York. Yeah, it's, it's an issue probably where, you know, you got to build it, build it and they'll come. But you don't joke about Nashville. I think I said in the column one time, Nashville grew so fast. It was a thing where they didn't build it and they did come. <laughs> yeah. so you got to build the infrastructure. That 840, I guess, helps you a little bit. But you got to have the roads. The way Columbia is set up has always been a little detriment and a good thing for Columbia. It's, it's far enough off the highway. There's not a bedroom community. You got a pretty good little haul to get Columbia. Was it 15, 20 minutes off the highway now? 15? Yeah, it's getting worse. And, and, and I think yeah. that um, industry is looking here, Mr. York, to go back to your point. Yeah. Um, they they want to be here. There's some factors that. Um, yeah, I don't want to quote any of our county leaders that didn't give me permission to be quoted, but now. We we the the big problem now is like when LG comes in here and they, those are high paying jobs uh, is finding enough people to fill the positions. Um, yeah, there there hey there is big stuff in the works and we've got lots of people working behind the scenes to continually you know this all goes th- th- there's a lot of things that play into. Um, what impact fees do for a community. Um, you know, I do believe that we've got great school leaders right now today. Um, but, you know, one thing I constantly hear is 
Um, there are things in the school system that, uh, you know, we're pushing forward and we're trying to make good changes. Um, school system needs to be a priority in our community. Um, you know, and, and I think all these things, when you look at them, they come back to they cost money. And how do we invest into them in the right way? And so, well, the cheap way to do it, the, the way I, I was on the state board of regents when Lamar Alexander was governor, we we dealt with you know all the everything but the UT system. And what we did in Chattanooga, a good job that brought Volkswagen there, is you just partner with junior colleges and vocational schools in town, and, and let the corporation come into town, design their own degree, you know, help them have a big input or maybe fund it. To I think that Volkswagen funded this part of the Chattanooga state to train people for what they need, right? They know what they That's need. Right. They, they, they outline a critique. So kids go in there, uh, men and women, and they're trained for this job. And they got a job right when they come out. They don't, they're not burdened with four years of student loan debt for a, a degree in English lit. They're, 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 they're learning what will actually make them money. And it's a great thing to do. So I definitely would connect Columbia State to those uh, potential industries coming into town, including, you know, of course, GM. I guess they may already be, and, and they already them. are. They they are doing some of those things, uh, Ron, and and that's a great point to continually, you know, stay in front of. Yeah, you don't need another English lit major from Columbia State. You, you know, I think that just the technical vocational is is, is Columbia State also a vocational school as such. They have vocational programs, yes. Okay. Uh, and they well, partner I would with, really look to expand that. And I think, with, I think it, they're it, doing the, the lineman program out there real soon, too. Yeah, they, they, they regularly partner with industry. When industry comes to them and says, you know, we need this or we need that, then Columbia State gears up and gets it done. Uh, all right, we get we back. Also have all the, we also have all the vocational schools around the right, state, T- too. TCAT and, and uh, Pulaski and Hohenwaller are part of that mix as well. Um, all right, when we come back, we can talk about Ron's column. This It continues his theme about go woke, go broke, talking about this week's Silicon Valley Bank. And it's related to that, Ron, you know, today or yesterday, Biden vetoed a bill that the democratically controlled Senate passed, his first veto of his presidency, and that bill somehow would repeal or stop regulations compelling uh, investment by investors, I suppose, in ESG uh, environmental social uh, companies. In yep. other words, yeah. uh, Silicon Valley had the highest rating in ESG, but didn't have a chief risk officer for eight months. I mean, and, it's, it's and, a joke. And Biden has vetoed his own party's bipartisan bill to make people invest more in ESG uh, somehow. So let's take a break and come back. You may have thought it was that stuff in Chinese food. Yeah. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Vintage doesn't always mean long-lasting. As your home systems age, your repair costs, utility bills, and breakdowns rise. During Hiller's Vintage Showdown, we're giving away a free new system to the owner of the oldest HVAC unit. Submit a picture of your old equipment online to see if you qualify as the winner. Everybody wins with trade-in credits plus 0% financing for up to 48 months with approved credit on select new HVAC systems. Enter to win now at happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. It is that time of week. Uh, I have got somebody very special on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson with Foodland. Miles, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Let's hear everything that you got. Alrighty. Well, for the whole week sale, we have whole ribeyes for four ninety nine a pound, fresh ground beef for two seventy nine a pound, green cabbage thirty nine cents a pound, seedless white grapes ninety nine cents a pound, and we also have Deer Park twenty four pack spring water two for ten. You're open uh, seven days a week. Uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there on West 7th, uh, right located near the post office. And uh, I tell you, you always have some great deals. People need to come in, and uh, and your your staff is so friendly. If there's something that they don't see, they just need to ask, and you guys are amazing at taking care of them. So thank you once again, Miles. All righty, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Make sure you go there and check them out. fun event to take the family to Harmon Scrap Metal is hosting an Easter egg hunt on April 8th from 2 to 4 p.m. at Woodland Park in the Fallen Heroes Shelter. This will be fun for the whole family. We will have food trucks, prizes, and photos with the Easter Bunny. Come on out and support local. Start times vary by age. Visit our Facebook page, Harmon Scrap Metal, for more information.
right, we're back. Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. Ron Harday. My name's Del Kennedy. Dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good, Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Regular special guest dude, native son, fav- favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How are you? Oh, Ron, we can't hear you. you, you you're, you're muted. You've muted yourself somehow. And again, I was talking to smack behind y'all's back. There we go. Yeah. There we go. All right, Murray County Commissioner, friend of the station, Gabe Howard. How are you? Doing well, Delk. Thank y'all for having me. Glad to have you. All right, Ron, you're right. And this week, you're, you, you're continuing your theme of go woke, go broke. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank and a number of other companies that have managed to go woke and go broke. Uh, what happened out there, Silicon Valley? Well, they, they spent a lot of time virtue signaling how great they were. They were um, run by a bunch of young, relatively young people who've really not been to a banking cycle where you know rates can also go up. Delk, I, I don't know if you read about this. <laughs> They're not always zero. No, so they, they spent, yeah, <laughs> we all been through Jimmy Carter days. And, yeah, those of us who've yeah. been around that long remember Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, well, Ronald Reagan, George down Bush. He got in there. Yeah, but anyway, so they can go up, and and so this bank was ill prepared. They spent a lot of time telling how you know how they had diversity and all these different ESG, this you know environmental, social governance thing that they put on these. Like you said, that Biden tried to or Biden vetoed from the Senate, they realize what a burden that puts on pension funds, and pension funds are paying people, Mr. York's um, retirement, other people's retirement. You start putting these social Ron, we've lost your audio uh, again. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. I got right, you're back on now. There you go. If you put all these social constraints on, on these pension funds, these state pension funds, their returns are bad. And so, you, you know, they, and so these companies that are kind of full of it, aren't really honest will kind of tout their social justice, their the environmental, how great they are as, you know, citizens. They're masking the fact that they're not really good at running their business, right? The business of business is business. And and for them to put this ESG on them, uh, and they, they got something in the business, and I sit on several boards, called greenwashing is where you, you know, you act like you're more green than you are, right? You get, you, you buy ads on TV, you do PR, you, you know, you have, you know, you plant a tree or something, you're just going through the motions on it. To pretend you're like such a great person, virtue signaling that you're such a fantastic person, but don't pay attention to my balance sheet, don't pay attention to my earnings growth, don't pay attention to my, you know, what I'm doing here. And Silicon Valley Bank is probably the, the, the you know, the poster child for, in the banking industry, the 16th largest bank in the country, and this is the second largest bank failure in our nation's history. Wow, it's no small thing, Ron, Ron. I think you're completely wrong because the problem was bad <laughs> management. It wasn't ESG and about. all that. Bad exactly this guy took a risk and didn't have a hedge to, to cover his risk. He made nine million dollars last year and, and and then he sold three point six million dollars worth of stock about a week before the bank went under. So right, it was he's just one of your plain years, bad York, management. Big Democrat. Plain bad management and then the regulations that had been relieved in twenty eighteen. Uh, allow oh, that's to garbage. Uh, yeah. That is garbage. You know, nothing but regulations between Don Frank and Glass Steagall and all these regulations. Yeah, that the, the regulations had been changed, which they had. Uh, Biden had you two thought, years to to rechange them. You you try to uh, uh, talk about woke and all that stuff. Let me give you the Governor's Accounting Institute of New York did a study about <laughs> Russell five hundred companies that 
practiced ESG and those that didn't. The, the index is substantially higher for those companies and by the end of 2020 that practice ESG. So Okay, Mr. York, send that to me. You always say not these a bad things. You say these things on there and send me that. I you just say gave these things and they're never true. Send it to me. The Governance Accountability Institute of New York did a leading, a leading consulting firm, a leading consulting firm, did a study of Russell 500, and they found out that Russell 5000 began with, yeah. by the way, Russell yeah, 5000. There's a thousand, but they did this study, and they found that those companies that practice ESG had substantially better performance. Okay, send that to me because I think it's total malarkey. Well, it's printed. Just go to GSA and look it up. Yeah, but you got my text. Send it to me. I don't have your number. That's through 2020, probably before the oil stocks took off, maybe. They, they don't, they're not in yeah, oil but, stocks. You, you missed that whole section. I but but being woke has nothing to do with being a bad bank manager and having a bad board and having regulators not really pay attention to what they're supposed to be well, doing. You love the regulators. we got more regulation than we've ever had in the history of mankind. Why don't y'all catch it? You're so sharp. Well, why are there so many crooks out there They're taking well, that's chances a, that's with a, people's not even money? An answer. Huh? That's not even an answer. Crooks. It's my answer. The crooks okay. are taking advantage of the people's. They know those now, businesses needed cash flow, and he goes out the on one, the limb. You the but big he makes failures, the money. Mr. York, look at the big failures of these, of these companies recently. The Sam Bankman Freed, the crypto guy with FTX, huge donor. To the Democrat Party, the largest. He's a, and he's a Republicans fraud. and he went Republicans. Under. Let's, let's hear it out. The ones, the ones that are un, underperforming stocks are terribly underperforming. Disney, Facebook, Twitter went under. You can't be a woke company and, and virtue signal all the time and not pay attention to your business. It's very name, name a non woke company that this this tanked. You, you you all throw that woke around. What does woke really mean? You know, virtue signaling. Uh, everything you do is about diversity. ESG investing. Woke means enlightenment and being aware from of your Yugoslavia on the board. I mean, I mean, it's just it's all this virtue signaling. Like, hey, aren't we great because we have a you know a, a, you know an albino. Uh, person from uh, Ethiopia who who has a limp on their board. <laughs> you that's, that's you have no idea what people. you're talking about. You want to be a I jokester, do. but when you I tell people it, on these radio York, waves, you ought to tell them about. the truth. You ought to stop making up stuff because it's not helping people what did that I make might up, have Mr. money. York? What did I make all this up? stuff, uh, the, what woke is, and, and somehow buying from Africa and all is. that crazy stuff. I'm making up what woke is. That's not woke. Woke is virtue signaling. Is telling you how how great you, you are. You don't even know justice. what woke is, man. <laughs> okay, so you do though. Woke is being aware of your social environment and the justices that what your corporation say? might deal. You know, you come up with some other bull crap that that nobody really understands. What woke did I woke is insane. Is what it is. Virtue, virtue signaling. You don't even. Know. We just said the same thing I said. But you know, somehow you I tell you what, that's not, that's not aren't, aren't these woke signal. companies laying off people in record numbers right now? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. York. Well, interest is. rates going up, Cabe. Interest Facebook rates are going is. up, and 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 Jay Powell is going to put two million people out of out of work. Yeah, Miss York, I am sure that you have a, a, an old fashioned defined benefit pension from AT and T, and I'm glad that you do. However, you have absolutely no control over how that pension is invested they do it for you and the what biden is uh, i'm not sure exactly how it works but biden has just vetoed a democratic bill 
to prevent uh, your pension from being managed for ESG. I personally want my pension managed for returns, not for social causes. If I want to give money to charity, there are plenty of good causes right here in Murray County. Amen. And, and my you fighting you fighting a pension, social cause right now. A company trying to put a dump on Duck River. You fighting a social cause so, right now. Well, of course. So, so Mr. York, just for the record, are you supporting time, that initiative? And my money's down there invested with Caledonian Financial, and I control where it's invested, and not and it's not going to be for ESG. Right. Well, it's that's why we game. get the Trinities. That's why we get the all Trinities game, coming York. in communities putting the dump that we're fighting with all tooth and nail to try to stop. Mr. York, those protections were already in place. They're not working, okay? Whatever was in place. Well, as you know, I mean, big money. As you know, Mr. York, when things don't work, you want more of them. Yep. It's, it's, you know, it's no fault of you all because companies are trying to make money. That's what Dell's after. He's trying to make money. So these companies going to do the things they want to do the little man suffers, communities suffer, and, and they get what they want, and we get no, the, the remnants your, of cancer your and man, all kinds of Mr. Disease. York, your man Biden, just listen to this for one second. Just for, your man Biden wants to pay above $250,000, the FDIC-insured amount to his buddies, the tech oligarchs out there who had over two fifty in there. How does that help the little man? Hmm. Because little man works for those companies. Ron, you, 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 huh? you talk about big business oh, producing jobs. God, the little no. man works for those companies, and he didn't want to see those people out you of work. These people, all right, you all right. big the, companies. The, um, let's, let's be clear what Mr. York's talking about here. Uh, when your money is in the bank, the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, insures your account uh, in the bank up to $250,000. If you have a million or two million or three million on deposit, theoretically, all you're going to get from FDIC is two hundred fifty thousand. The rest of it, you just lose if the bank fails. Well, you're not necessarily lose. But you're this particular situation, as, as a, as a there was a creditor. This particular situation, there was a special bank fund already set aside, and that's what came in to save this particular bank. So yeah, you're it's you're all among uh, thieves. You're in favor of bailing out millionaires and billionaires who've got over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, deposited in the bank yep because it helps the little people yep i mean there were a lot of companies connected to this bank you you talk about anything that biden does that you would disagree with mr york whatever he does you just need your what do you want all those people to be out to to defend all those you want all those people to be out of work you want you want all the companies to fold if a tech billionaire loses five million dollars because he was above does that put people out of work no what we need to do is prosecute that CEO that that, that got his money and ran. No, that's what your that big, would, regulation that that's what that the SEC. That's what that's what FINRA and the SEC is supposed to be oh, doing, Mr. York. You're, all oh, these regulations, you know, this is war and throwing on people and catching nobody. We don't have the regulations that we need to, and these folks Lord, do things Biden like that. Biden has had two years to put them in place. You got Glass Steagall. You got all these regulations. Elizabeth Warren put all these regulations in. But the problem with regulations, Mr. York, there's so many of them, it's so confusing. You lose track of the fact this bank was insolvent. It laid there insolvent, filing 10 Qs every quarter for the world to see because all the regulations obscured the fact these guys were insolvent. 
there were there were a couple of kind of regulations. There were small <laughs> banks and big banks or medium-sized banks. This was a large bank, and in 2018, they reduced the regulations to look at the the, the, the insolvency uh, application for banks. And that so why hasn't and, Biden reversed and, that? Yeah, why hasn't Biden done anything about that yeah. for two years? For two years, Mr. York. I mean, it, what happens when, when something happens, you have to re- respond to it. So he's responding to it the best way. It was yeah, too late. Well, no, I would Martin definitely disagree the best way. Horses out. This guy couldn't operate an ATM himself, Mr. York. There's no way this guy. Biden's had two know, years. Yeah. Nobody knew that guy was stealing the money and, and investing stealing, like that. Biden don't watch every operation of the bank. That's for the regulators, and the regulators went to sleep. I he agree to that. He did sell stock down the stretch, knowing it was probably going to go under. You know, there's a bunch there's a few Wall Street firms, a few hedge funds that shorted it. And they filed these, held to maturity, got different, ready for sale. You have these different categories of your assets. The long story short is Biden's inflation. I started the XL pipe, but all the inflation that came along with Biden, that's what ran bond rates up, and that's what ran this bank under. They were long, a banker, long treasury. A banker should have known not to lay out on, on interest rates and hope that interest rates are going to stay down. He knew what when it, what was going on in the economy. The government kind of forced you to do that, Mr. York. You have to go into Treasury. All right, all right folks, we are out of here tomorrow. Tomorrow I will be in Nashville. Drake Colley will be your host. Have a great day, folks. Hey, Murray County, we need you to show up tomorrow. Two of the most important bills to ever come out of Murray County. We need you in Nashville. Find a bus ride up. I'll send you some money for a bus ride. We've got got a couple seats. We've got a couple seats on the bus. Reach out to me if you need a seat. And I'll find it. Save the water, folks.